Hello and welcome back to Mums Group, a podcast for new Christian mums navigating the joyful complexities of motherhood. My name's Ali Barnes. I work at a radio station called Hope 1032 in Sydney. I'm married to my high school sweetheart, Sean, and we have a son called Banjo, who's two and a half. And last night he, no joke, slept with his newest toy, a $12 plastic chainsaw. Uh, I also have a five-month-old son called Zach, which I still haven't decided is spelt with an H or without one. Uh, But right now I'm on maternity leave. And so, yes, I took a little hiatus from the podcast because, you know, it turns out when you're doing house renovations and working full-time with kiddos, there's not a lot of time for passion projects, particularly ones that don't pay. But look, I'm keen to start having conversations again with you, my amazing mums group from all over the world. I love that we can ask questions and share our different experiences and approaches and just support each other through this podcast and on Facebook. I've learned so much from all of you and I hope you continue to invite new mums into the group or share episodes with them that you think might help them because it's just so important, particularly during this time of social distancing when a lot of um, mums groups aren't meeting, that we can support and share any tips and tricks with each other that makes mummying, you know, that little bit easier. So because I'm on maternity leave and a decent number of people have actually listened to this podcast, which blows my mind. Honestly, I thought it would just be my mum listening, Uh, but I thought I'd make a second season. So over the next few months, the plan is to have all sorts of conversations about age-appropriate discipline, screen time, processing birth trauma, mum guilt, toddler tantrums, fussy eaters, and so much more. Some topics I desperately want to glean as much advice from you all because it's the trench I'm currently in. Uh, But other topics like postnatal depression or infant loss, I want to discuss and understand just to better support friends who tragically are walking through these valleys right now. Of course, if there's a topic that you'd like us to cover, I'd love to hear from you. Please email mumsgrouppod at gmail.com with any suggestions. But today, I just want to take a moment to have a quick check in, share a little bit about my first few months with Zach, number two. I had a fantastic pregnancy with him. Uh, No gestational diabetes this time, which I think I took advantage of. And for that, I paid a price and I had a baby over four kilos. And it didn't help that he was posterior. So birth was pretty ouchy, but all things considered, it went quite well. I had a second degree tear, which is pretty good. And well, you know, got some nasty hemorrhoids and a fissure. I think that's how you say it, uh, which apparently is a tear in the anus. So, you know, ah, the miracle of birth. But because it was quite full on and fast, my body was pretty tuckered out. So instead of my uterus doing what it's supposed to do and continuing to contract after birth, it kind of just took a nap. And so lots of blood congealed in my uterus and I started passing blood clots the size of tennis balls. I was in a lot of pain and I lost close to two liters of blood, which I didn't think was a massive deal until I learned that the human body only has about five and a half liters of blood. So, you know, that's, I guess, what explains why I felt pretty flat for the first week. But uh, gosh, I am so happy to pay my taxes this year. I have absolutely no idea why anyone would ever choose to birth at home when we have such fantastic medical care in Australia. But anyway, um, The only other difference with my postpartum experience this time round was that I 
really experience the four-day blues and wow, they are hardcore. Um, as someone who's, you know, thankfully never suffered from anxiety or depression, wow, I felt really, really low and could not stop crying. Like if you asked what I wanted for lunch, I would cry. Um, you know, with banjo, I was emotional for sure, but it was like joyful tears. You know, I'd watch him sleep and I'd start crying. Or uh, I remember our pastor and his wife coming over to pray with us. And I just like sobbed the whole way through the beautiful prayer. But this time around, I just felt sad and I just couldn't shake it. Um, but thankfully by about day seven, I started to feel a bit more like myself and the mum guilt over not being able to do everything I usually would with and for banjo was a lot more manageable. So Zach's been healthy and developing as well as you could ask. He's a very settled bub. And for that, I have God and also the dummy to thank. Oh my goodness. That thing is magical. Like penicillin, good. You know, the internet is helpful for sure, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for inspiring who came up with a dummy. Like Banjo never took a dummy. Every time I put it in, it was like he was gagging on it, but oh my goodness. I'm loving that Zach has taken to the dummy because like I used to feed Banjo and after about an hour, he'd be really sad and unsettled. And I'd assume, oh, you know, he must be hungry because I was breastfeeding and you never know how much they've really had. And I was a first time mom, so I really had no idea. So I'd just pop him back on and he was happy. But in hindsight, I think my boobs were just his dummy. And look, it was lovely to be there for him. And he was a happy baba, always being on me. But this time with a toddler who needs me, I really appreciate that I can just pop the dummy in and Zach enjoys sucking it and I can put him down and be hands-free. Um, I'm also really grateful that Zach feeds well. In fact, he's a really, really fast feeder. I remember with Banjo, it would take like an hour in those first you know, couple of months, but Zach is done and dusted in about 15 minutes. However, he is very spewy. I have never done so much washing. Uh, the midwife actually said it's really common. Like usually the first bubs have to work a lot harder to get the milk ducts flowing. So the feeds take longer, but your body knows what it's doing and sort of kicks into gear faster the second time round. So Zach just guzzle, guzzle, guzzles, but you know, usually throws most of it up, but thankfully it's not causing him too much distress or discomfort. Uh, even though he initially dropped from the 90th percentile to the 15th, he's developing perfectly and kind of following the course of that percentile. So look, I'm very, very grateful. Um, I have been peed and pooped on countless times in the last few months. Uh, Sean and Zach, they just seem to have a gentleman's understanding. I like to think that Zach is just so comfortable with me. He's happy being so vulnerable and intimate, but I wouldn't mind if he could just like once pee on Sean. But you know what makes it all worth it? That gorgeous gummy smile. Ah, makes my heart melt. I saw this uh, photo doing the rounds on socials and it said, you are tired, your house is messy, you're out of patience and clean clothes. But if someone's looking at you like this today, you're nailing it. And it's a photo of a gorgeous bub with their gummy smile looking up at their mama like they're looking at their best friend in the whole world. And that's what makes all the stretch marks, floppy skin folds, sleep deprivation and non-existent pelvic floor all worth it. The only thing better than Zach smiling at me is when I see him smiling at Banjo. Ah, oh, it's so beautiful. I have been like, oh, just so surprised by Banjo's level of interest in his little bro. Like I thought he'd battle with jealousy or just be 
just uninterested really, but he adores Zach. You know, the first thing he says when he wakes up is like, watch baby, watch baby. He loves cuddling him and kissing him. And you know, the constant poking and eye gouging is less cute, but my goodness, when Zach gets upset and Banjo sings to him, it's worth a thousand stitches down there. Of course he has his meltdowns and tantrums, but I think that's more to do with being, you know, two years old and having big feelings about everything and, you know, less to do with um, Zach's arrival. Though the only thing I really wish I'd known and done differently, and so that's why I'm just going to say it out loud now in case any of you are expecting baby number two, make sure that you're not holding the baby when you first introduce them to your first baby, if that makes sense. Like poor Banjo had been without mum and dad for two days and suddenly there's a bub in mum's arms. So if you're expecting number two, when you come home from the hospital or if it's post-COVID days when you're listening to this and you could actually have visitors come see you in the hospital, just palm Baba off to dad and give your firstborn giant cuddles first. I find Banjo's just an absolute champ as long as his love tank is filled. So uh, yeah, all in all, Super, super grateful to God for just two happy and healthy kiddos. I know it's not the reality for so many people. Um, If you've made it this far, thank you so much to everyone for your love and support uh, on Facebook, through prayers, food delivery vouchers. Yeah, you know who you are. Uh, I have the greatest village around me. So look, this episode was pretty self-indulgent. Uh, but very cathartic. Uh, Usually we're an audible mums group. A few of us sit around the table and discuss different topics and share our varied experiences and approaches to all this baby stuff. Uh, Also in between episodes, we connect online. So if you haven't already, please join us on Facebook. Just search mums group pod, which is short for podcast and share your questions, experiences, funny memes, photos of you and your cuties, whatever. Until next time, just remember, you are the best mother on the planet because for your child, you honestly are. Bye.